This is the Servers Radio Network. Welcome to this edition of A Server's Journey with Rocky DeStefano. The foundation of the show is that everyone is leading something or someone, thus we all are on a journey. Hey Larry, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm awake. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of been a minute here. A minute? Yeah, you know, we've it's a, a, a long time between our recording sessions. Yes. And in that... Uh, time period, Larry. I married a daughter. Oh. I birthed a new store. Oh, yes. Uh, and so we've been quite busy, but I am looking forward. I more and more realize that recording has become therapy for me. Whether or not anybody listens, I don't really, I mean, I care, but I don't really have any control over is probably a better way to put it. But it's therapy for me. Well, welcome to the couch. That's right. And I Hey, and I feel like a therapist. Wow. Can I, you know, actually, if I had a couch, I could lie down. That would be great. But anyways. Uh, yes, I yeah. don't think we talk quite as well if we're, we're laying down. down. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for listening and for walking this journey of leadership with us. You know, Larry, you mentioned that the premise of the show is that everybody's leading something. And we really believe that, you know, it could be a, something as simple and complex as leading just your family, mm-hmm. um, or it could be somebody who's a CEO of a major company. But you know the things we're going to share—they're um, simple and they're basic, but they're not being done as often as they should. And uh, we hope, we really hope that everybody's going to come alongside us on this path of being a leader. Now, you said that could be the simplest of leading a family. I think you're a little wrong on that sure. one. Yeah. Um, because you've got a lot of things to lead when you're leading the family. Yeah, but I think that we, um, we, I think the thing we do wrong is we don't take principles that we read and learn about in business and apply it to our family. We forget. Yeah, but I think the thing that we do wrong is we don't take the things that we read and we learn about business and apply it to our family. But our family, honestly, is more important than even our business, and it is a it's a CEO. It's a corporation in some ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a mom or a dad, um, whether you're a single parent or a, a unit, you are leading an organization, and that's your kids and your household. Well, you know, we've had some comments come in. Yeah, we have, which from, has been great. From I, social media. Yeah. Sometimes I don't think anybody's listening, and then we'll get a comment, and I'm like, oh, geez. Right. Uh-oh, Somebody's so- <laughs> actually listening. I better I better shape up. <laughs> better shape up. Yeah. So, uh, And some of these came in on the website as well. And uh, speaking of the website, uh, you know, we partnered with ACS Creative. Yeah. And they developed that great new website. So yeah. when you want a website, it pays to go to the pros, and we'd recommend you go to ACS Creative. Yeah, and what we always say about them, and it's so true, is they don't play games with your money, and they are a full-service outfit. They can do everything from marketing to creation to... Brochures, logos, direct everything. mail. Yep. And websites. And by the way, they don't want to do your podcast, but they do want to help you with your podcast. They've been uh, awesome. In fact, it's exciting to see a functioning website. Website, yes. So that's ACS Creative. You can find them on the internet at ACS Creative. All right. But first. That's right. Our favorite. Our favorite moment is Epic Moments in Leadership. Epic Moments in Leadership. Larry, today we're going to talk about a Miami Hotel dishwasher. And a jury has awarded a Miami Hotel dishwasher $21.5 million. Wow. 
I mean, that's that's a pretty amazing number. Now, but, why was this? So, uh, the the jury found that her employer was violating her religious rights, and they were doing it by repeatedly scheduling her on Sundays, and then ultimately they fired her after she refused to work on Sunday. Now, she had worked at the hotel for a long time. Yes, she had. And her name, can we say her name? Are we allowed? I guess so. It was in print. Marie Jean Pierre. Uh-huh. And she had worked at the dishwa- as a dishwasher at the, Grand- at the Conrad Miami. Which is a Hilton Hotel. Right. And she had worked there for how long, Larry? Well, since, uh, let me check on that. Uh, a long time. <laughs> okay, we have a long time. There we go. We've fact-checked that, and it's a long time. Yes, she had worked there a long time. <laughs> and she um, brought the lawsuit up, uh, and she said basically that the company violated um, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and that landmark law bans employment discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. Now, she is a mother of six, yeah. and she's a member of the Soldiers of Christ Church, which is a Catholic missionary, uh, missionary group. group, and that helps the poor. And she wanted to go to church on Sunday. Yes, right. Absolutely. So she, the jury um, now awarded her awarded her 21.5 million so how much did she really get yeah and and this has to do a little bit with a florida state law which they kind of put a cap on punitive damages um so it will prevent her from receiving anywhere close to the 21 and a half million dollars however she did receive uh, $35,000 in back wages and five hundred thousand for emotional pain and mental anguish. Mm. So, so this is someone. Uh, did she know that Chick Fil A does no, not I, work on Sunday? I don't think she did. I, you know, because I think we would have hired her. Sounds like she has a good work ethic and, for sure, and for her heart, for where she wanted to be. Yes. All right. So that was our epic moments in leadership. So, so what did you? What do you do when an employee wants time off? Now, you you you're not there on Sunday. Right. So there are uh, people who want time off some other times. How do you deal with that? Yeah, so we try to be fair and we try to, you know, there's differing, uh, of course, differing reasons for needing time off. There's wants and then there's needs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a mom with two kids that are under the age of three that would have to pay $200 for a babysitter on Saturday, that's more of a need to, to need that Saturday off than... I want to go to a killer's concert. Mm. Um, so we try to prioritize, and we do try to keep our staff a little bit heavy so that we can allow people to take off for their wants and their needs. Mm. Okay. But it's it's not easy, for sure. It's it's a tough, tough business. I, I, I'm glad you're in the scheduling business, not me, because I can schedule you here in the studio, and that's about it. So I have one person to schedule. All right. (laughs) That's just yourself, and it's probably easy to get you in line. All right. So you were mentioning the fact that uh, we've had some comments come in on the website and social media. So who who are some of these people? So we have a comment from Sam Morgano, who wished me a happy birthday. And thank you very much, Sam, for that. Um, It's not as fun as it used to be as I'm getting older. But, you know, I do appreciate you wishing me a happy birthday. 
And a lot of people did wish you a happy birthday. Well, you know, you know that. But and by the way, you, what you mentioned when you started the program, you had a birthday as well. That's odd. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that, but that was I was trying not to age myself. But <laughs> anyway, Sam says thanks for taking time out of your already crazy life to do this podcast. This is a great help for me as I lead my team. Oh, that's good. Thanks, Sam. We hope that we are beneficial to you and. Who knows, if you lead a team, maybe we'll have you on sometime, Sam. That's a good idea. Well, yeah, we'd like to know what his team is. That's right. All right, who else? Uh, Melinda Adams-Gill said, Ooh, I just subscribed and listened to the first five episodes today. Good stuff, diving deeper, building a solid business while maintaining priority of marriage and family. And see, that's the thing. You can listen to past podcasts. That's right, yeah. And they're well listed on the list, so all you have to do is back up, find a subject you might like, and take a listen. Yeah, we have um, a wide variety of topics, and we have some shows that are last almost an hour, and some that are 20 minutes, and then we have a server's moment, which is a couple minutes, and it's just kind of a pick-me-up for you. Yeah, and who else? Chelsea Eckhart, or Eckhart, said she really enjoyed this week's podcast. Looking forward to the rest of the series. Really great content coming from Rocky and his guest. And that's good. Yep. And I think uh, Chelsea is a real estate agent if I mm. if I stalked her correctly on yeah, that's right. social media. So. That's right. And then finally, we have Melissa Farrell, who said, Servant Leadership Wisdom Learned from Truett Cathy. And, of course, Truett Cathy is the founder of Chick-fil-A's. And, boy, he taught a lot. He taught you a lot, correct? Yes, yes he did. Okay. Yes. Well, there's one other question that came in, and I think you've got some answers for it, right? We're, we're going to do our best for sure. Okay, so we're going to call this the meat of the program. Okay, so let's get going. This is where you get your notebook out and take notes. So the question is, it came from Sandy and Joel Johnson, by the way. Okay. Uh, dealing with a problem customer or unsatisfied clients, how do you deal with them, Rocky? Yeah, so we're going to talk about, um, and I do think that there's two types of uh, unsatisfied customer or uh, a client and there's reasonable ones and then there are and this is a very very small percent in fact it's a lot smaller than we probably feel it is but there's the unreasonable customer or a clientele and we'll talk about them last mm. but um I think sometimes when you're in business and you're and you're dealing with customers, it's very easy to focus on the one or two percent that might be unreasonable. And when you look at it, it's really one or two percent. You're going to have those people, but we'll talk about them at the end. But let's talk about the reasonable. Now, you said customers. Are yeah. they your customers or are they your guests? Um, you know, I, I think the flowery way to say it is your guest. And that's good. Um, and I have guests at my house all the time, and I cook them dinner, but they're not paying for it. And so the expectation's a little bit dis uh, different. I, we can say the word if it makes us feel better, but the reality is, and I like to focus on the fact that they are my guest, but they are my customers, mm. and they are paying for the transaction. Mm -hmm. And that ups it a little bit. If I'm cooking pasta and I burn the meatballs a little bit at home, okay, I feel bad. But they're not paying for it. I mean, they're drinking my wine and they're eating my food for free. Get over it. <laughs> At my store, it's different because they are coming up with their precious commodity of money. And so, it, it, to me, there's a higher... I like that word you said, there's a transaction that's involved. Yeah. So, uh, th thank you for defining that because right. that was an issue. 
That's right. And so understanding the dis- difference between a guest and a customer is something else. Right. Well, and, and so for years, we used to actually espouse a concept called last. Hmm. And we talked about we should listen to the customer and we should apologize. Then we should solve the problem and then we should thank. And that we did that for years within the organization of Chick-fil-A. I am not a great listener. Uh-oh. So I always tried to jump that piece and, <laughs> and, and I tried to upfront say, hey, listen, whatever we did, we're going to make it right so that I didn't have to rehash it with them. Part of that was selfish. I'm, like I said, I'm not a good listener. And part of that was sometimes in retelling the story, they get angry again. Mm. Whereas mm. if I can stop it and say, hey, I'm going to solve this for you. Let's get to the meat of it. What what went wrong that I can help with? Mm. You kind of keep them a little bit more even killed. But years ago, um, we kind of started a different um, method, and we're going to talk about that. Okay. And so the first thing that we do, and it's a lot like listen, but it's hear. And so listening is a little bit different than hearing a customer because hearing, it, it has three parts. It has, number one, you're focusing on the guest. And you're helping them. You're basically empathizing. Hey, I understand what you're going through. I know this really stunk. Um, it's more of a listening intently. And then it allows you to clarify it with them to help understand what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So the good part about this is it's it's got a dual edge here. Number one, you're making them feel important. You're making them feel heard. And then the other thing is you're rooting out maybe some some issues that your your company has that might be consistent. So you left something out of my bag. I didn't get all my food. Right. Please tell yeah. me what what. Come on. And that's easy because that's just you miss something. But if it's hey, every time I come here, this person doesn't seem to care. Well, that's a different story. Mm. Or if every time I come here, nobody seems to care. So it you know the clarifying allows you to understand. Ah. You know. So, is it just a missed item, or is there? That's right. Is okay. there a more deeper, you know, deeper issue? So that's so that's the here part. Okay. We talked a little bit about this already, but the second part would be empathize, and this is important because you have to feel their concern. They they want to, you to understand why this bothered them so much, and and by empathizing and feeling their concern, you're really validating their complaint. You're saying, man, if that happened to me, I would not be happy either. Okay. And that, while you're doing this, you have to get the facial cues. Right? I was going to say, do yeah. you do that with a straight face? So, so yes, I do. And a lot of times it's over the phone, and that makes it a little bit harder because you have to somehow demonstrate caring without the use of facial expressions, which is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I try to say, and I like verbatim almost always say, man, I eat out too, and I hate when that happens. Because mm-hmm. you're immediately empathizing. You're saying, I get it. And I understand why you're upset. And then you get to the next part where you're going to have to at some point apologize. And it doesn't have to be long drawn out. You don't have to fall on the sword and say, you know, I will, you know, never let this happen again. You know, you can just say, hey, I'm really sorry about what happened. I'm really sorry that we missed this item. Mm. I hate when that happens to me because you want to focus on the main issue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Throughout listening, you do got to find what's the main issue here. Ah, find it out. That's right. And uh, I, yeah, because I think like if if their main issue is we were rude to them and we 
forgot an item. It, it's, I have to focus on the fact it wasn't really the item. They got over that we missed a fry. It was the fact that when they called us to make it right, we didn't seem to care. Mm. So you got to focus on the main issue. You got to apologize and you have to communicate um, how you're going to resolve it for them. Well, wow. and, and you said they call in. Sure. Absolutely. And that must be very hard. How do you rectify someone that's not there to talk to? Yeah. So, so the easiest customer to recover is somebody who's there. Hey, we forgot something, but they're still in my dining room. That's easy because you can bring it out to them. You can go overboard, offer them dessert. They're the easiest one to satisfy. E- even the customer that just left drive through had to park and come in, they're a little bit agitated, but they're not as agitated as the other two types because in today's business world, you're getting it from all sides. So you're going to get it live and in person. You're going to get it um, on the phone. And then recently, what you get now, and we deal with more and more, is a social media. They don't even give you the, the opportunity to correct it. They actually go online, go to their social media portals, and they trash you. Mm. And so then what you've got to do, and so we keep abreast. We're constantly searching the uh, fa- uh, Facebook or Instagram. Um, by the way, I- I've noticed this. I just said the, I was going to say the Facebook. <laughs> the surest sign that you're aging yes, is if you say the these. Twitter or the, yeah. So I'm not going to say, uh, you know, we're constantly searching Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter and any other social media platforms because we're wanting to go and correct problems that the people don't always even let you know about. So that's main, so. <clears throat> find out and focus on the main issue. Yeah. And then and we're talking about getting it resolved. That's right. And that's the apologize piece. So the next one is resolve. Okay, so now you've heard them, you've empathized, you've apologized. Okay, that's good. It takes you so far. But now what are you going to do? So first of all, you want to own the issue. Hey, it's completely our fault. We try to be perfect. There's no way that we are. We know we're not. And we're going to fix it for you. Here's how we're going to fix it. We try to go over and above. So if it's a sandwich, we try to do either a refund or we try to do, hey, let me buy your next meal. Mm. Um, And then, again, at the end of that resolve and the end of that part where you're resolving the issue, you're making it right, you also want to thank the guest again because a lot of guests um, won't tell you they're upset and then they'll blast you on social media. They're the, they're the worst kind to recover because they have a, a big influence. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know about the problem unless you're looking. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, Larry, we have three people looking at our store on social media. Mm. So we take it very seriously because we think that if we're able to intervene, admit our mistakes, and make it right in a social setting, yeah. we're actually winning over a ton of other guests. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. I'm just thinking about thanking the guest. Um, That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, and and by thanking the guest that has the guts to come and tell you something happened, Mm -hmm. it it should be sincere. Like we literally say, hey, we know it's not easy to come up and confront an issue. We apologize that you um, had to deal with it. And we're thankful that you told us and not 100 people on social media. I'm just thinking of, uh, I went out to eat the other night, and um, someone ordered a bowl of soup, and it came out lukewarm. Ooh, how dare they? Yeah. And the issue was, okay, I'll eat it. No, tell them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let them know so then you can you can satisfy them, right? Right. Well, in, in a future episode, we're going to actually tackle different types of leadership, like leading with integrity. And one, one part of integrity and leadership is your actions. So if somebody confronts me with a complaint, what do I do? Because if I have integrity as a leader, I, I have to show it with my action. So, hey, do you say, get over it, it's lukewarm? Or do you say, oh my gosh, let me go back there and get it warm for you? Right. It, just, it shows a lot about your character. So anyways, thank that guest. The guest that actually tells you, thank them. Ah. And say, we appreciate the fact you told us. Yes. So we could solve it. Yes. So in this world today, we, we're seeing this more and more. Um, people who maybe have a legitimate complaint don't ever give you the opportunity to fix it. And if you're not being uh, very careful and very watchful, you'll miss it and you'll end up, you know. So the worst thing for us is, Larry, you come to my store, we miss something. You don't tell me. You go on your social media page and you put, how rude, I have a rant against Chick-fil-A. This is what they did. And if we don't intervene, there could be 30 comments. Oh, my gosh, that happened to me. They're so ba- I mean, it can get out of control. Yeah. And the reality is every business, whether you're a, a building a Jeep or whether you're building a sandwich, there's a mistake percent built in. I mm. mean, we're going to screw up. You know, as near as we can tell, it's 3%. But 3% on a daily basis Ooh, is that's a lot of customers. 90 to 100 customers that could have a real bad experience. And now with two stores, I mean, think about that. 180 people that we maybe don't satisfy that maybe take to social media and pretty clo- uh, pretty quickly your business has a reputation it maybe doesn't deserve. Boy, I like just what you just said. When that was thank the customer for the fact that you brought up the yeah. issue. Yeah. That, yeah. that, to me, would go a long way. Absolutely. Okay, and then the last one, Larry, and this is maybe more of a Chick-fil-A, but I did hear about, um, I don't know if you heard this, this is a great, a great uh, example of this. So there is a sports booking agency, mm-hmm. okay? So last week we had the uh, conference finals for the NFC and the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some controversial calls. Oh, yes. In fact, in the New Orleans game, yeah. there was a call that every Saints fan will tell you cost them the game, and every Rams fan will say get over it. Right. Um, but there was a, um, a borderline pass interference targeting call that um, basically allowed the Rams to get the ball back, to go down, tie the game, and then eventually win it. So this sports book actually gave the money back for all the people that... Uh, Is that right? Yeah, yeah, bet on New Orleans. And they basically said, hey, we're going to do this because this isn't right. Now, this is the final piece because we try to delight the guest. Uh-huh. And let me tell you what, if you lost 70 bucks, I, I don't bet, but it, if you lost 100 bucks on a game that you thought, that's crap, I should have got that money, mm-hmm. getting your money back, at the very least, made you feel pretty good about that company. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to go back there again. Which, yeah, which, so we try, we try to delight. So you have to, first of all, you have to be genuine. You have to, again, you're coming off thanking them for bringing the complaint to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be genuine there. Then you have to genuinely try to do something to delight them. And you have to be proactive and personal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, and I'm trying to think of a good example, but uh, personal would be, hey, you seem to love our spicy sandwich, no pickle, deluxe with cheese. 
let me get that for you next time you come. Wow. Or and hey, knowing I, what they like. Yeah. Or, or even noticing what their environment is. So if they got three kids, you might say, hey, can I get your kids some dessert today on me? Mm. You, you know, there's a way to do it to where you're going to really um, uh, wow them and leave them feeling like they're better for having complained. Mm. And a, a lot of people, the reason why people come up to us and they're angry when they complain, for a lot of people... They don't like to complain. Yeah. And so they have to work up anger even to do it. And then there's all yeah. those people that do like to complain. And then there's, yes, and we're going to talk about them at the very end here, but <laughs> they're a special case. So. Okay. Well, um, all right. hopefully we've answered the question about dealing with the problem customers and unsatisfied yeah. clients. Let's go over that again. We talk, Larry, we yeah. hear them. Yeah. We empathize. We apologize. apologize we resolve. And then we delight. And that spells... Heard? Heard, right. Heard. You know, Larry was stumped for a second. He had to really read. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, yeah. Heard. Um, and, and that's the model that we use. And I, I think it's a good model. Um, and I think it's also pretty difficult to do because if you're doing it, it does take a little bit of time. So, But just think about it when, when that happens. Okay, now you mentioned, and I'm uh, unreasonable customers. Yes. What, what happens there so I do feel like this is a growing case, um, and I think it's because um, it's a global world, and everybody's feeling the pressure. You have more than ever two family households that are, are I'm sorry, not two two family um, two parent families that are both working income. Yeah, and they're both working quite a lot, and on top of working. They're grabbing their kids at 3.30, having to make it to soccer by 5, have a, a music lesson at 6.30. Somehow they have to get dinner in the meantime and get home, and the kids have to do some homework, and they have to get them to bed and start it all over again. So people are a little bit more on edge and maybe agitated than ever before. Mm -hmm. So what we've seen is a slight rise in what I would call unrealistic um, customer complaints. And that's where... They're just upset, and you don't really know why, and you don't even know if it's you. And you have a basis of information like, hey, this girl was terrible, but you know this girl, and you've worked with this girl for three years, and she's never been terrible. Mm. So in certain situations, and what we do is we bear it out. When somebody walks in our store, and my and my um, team members say, oh, oh no. <laughs> Here she comes. Yeah. So or he comes. So so there's a group think sometimes um, it's uh, uh, they are being unfair about the customer, but most times if everybody's saying oh no, there's an issue. Uh -huh. And so I then now have to protect my internal customer, which is my team. Mm. So at that situation, that's a situation where as the owner or as the CEO or as the top manager, you've got to deal with this. So in those situations, I try to pull the person off, and I normally start, and I'm using the herd model, but, I, but, but somewhere in the middle, I'm going to mix in, hey, is there, is there something going on? Can I help you with something? Mm. Because sometimes it's something as, as tough as they just lost their parent, mm. or they're getting a divorce, or their kid is struggling. In I'm telling you, I have heard more things by trying to empathize deeply and say, hey, is there something else I can help you with? Are, are you okay? You seem kind of down. I'm not a therapist, but it's amazing what customers have told me. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to 
really deeply empathize with them. I'm trying, uh, number one, I can go back to my team and I can say, hey guys, do you know that she's going through a divorce? Or hey, do you know that she just lost her mom or he just lost his dad? Mm. So I'm creating empathy with my crew so that they're going to be more generous and concerned the next time the customer comes in. I'm telling the customer, hey, we really care about you as more than just a dollar. Mm. We want to help make your day brighter in this tough time. Okay. So that's that. And I think even with the unrealistic, sometimes you can win a lot of them over. And then you do have a percent that you fire. You fire them as customers. Oh, okay. really? And so here's where I go. I'm going to do that model. I'm going to try to understand. And if I'm not getting anywhere and you continue to escalate, if you continue to abuse my people, if you continue to be the customer that every time you come in, we're like, oh my God, I don't want to wait on him then at some point I'm saying, hey, listen, Maybe obviously, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously we're not satisfying you. Why do you come back? Please stop coming because I can't allow my team to be abused. Yeah. And we don't seem to be able to satisfy you. Do they stop? So here's what happens. They either tell you off many times cursing and leave and you never see them again, which in my book for that point zero zero three of the customers, it's a win. Mm-hmm. It's a win for me and a win for my team. Right. And and the entire restaurant. Yeah. Or these people are serial complainers who have been to other restaurants that have they're done with them and you're the last resort. And mm. they still want to eat out, but they at least try to fix <laughs> their issue oh. a little bit so they try so they're a little bit more on edge and saying maybe i need to be a little bit nicer you know so i don't know if that made sense um it's weird to say fire a customer but i believe in some situations very few you do have to do that okay so i hope that helped uh joel and sandy um and it please keep questions coming because we like to answer questions right well and we'll even get you on the uh, podcast if you ask the right that's question ex- that's exactly it now a, a lot of times at the end of the podcast we ask uh, our guests do they you know like this or that right and i know one of the big questions is rock and roll or broadway that's right and i understand you have tickets to something called hamilton yes Yes, and, so, and I was gonna. I was just about gonna rap, break out in a in a rap, and I and I thought better of it. Okay. So. Well, I, what I want to do is after you've seen the program, the show, I want to review. All right, you got it. Okay. And we are. I tell you, my family is stoked. I bet. My wife and I saw it in San Francisco. My wife, uh, who's clearly spoiled, and my daughter Madison saw the original cast in New York City. Oh my! So Sunday, my other two daughters who have. Uh, taken every chance to remind us that they haven't seen it yet, get to see it. All right. So, Well, thanks for linking up with us here on A Server's Journey today. Yes, thank you very much. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and um, be a good leader, please. That's right. And again, I would suggest if you need help with your podcast, with your website, with marketing, with anything, that you contact ACS Creative. Uh, They don't play games with your money, Larry. And I'm uh, Larry. And I'm Rocky. Ever faithful (laughs) companion just sitting here running the controls. All right. And I'm your, you're my guacamole to my chips. All right. All right. I'll take those chips. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We want to remind you that you're not on this journey alone. We're all on this journey together. 
And we really believe it's how you serve other people while you're in that role that matters. And that's why every week we come here and we share a server's journey. As always, I'm Rocky DeStefano. I want to thank you for joining us. And together we are going to become better leaders.